Today, I have a guest by the name of Artie Hoffman of Angels and Answers. Artie Hoffman is a medium, psychic, life coach, and much more. I'm excited to have Artie here today because I feel that this is outside of the box, you know? So many people have their opinions and their views on mediums and psychics. Me, I have mine, but mine are very not one-sided. I'm always willing and open to allowing someone to teach me and inform me on what it is that they do. So I thought it was a great idea to have Artie here today to let people know that he is not some devil worshiper or anything evil. Artie has a relationship with God. Artie loves God. Artie's views and what he does sounds nothing like what people say or insinuate out of ignorance. Just because you don't agree with something doesn't mean that you get to throw derogatory and slanderous words and and hateful, you know, things towards that person's beliefs. So I think we owe it to ourselves, our fellow man, because God said to love our neighbor, to love one another, to be able to listen. I mean, if this world was more likely to listen to one another, actually listen, we might learn something. We might be able to do things differently in this world. But I'm going to tell you right now, Artie has some really good insight on the mind and the human thinking, how we process and how we fool ourselves all the time. I mean, you just got to check it out. No one's trying to get you to be, leave this or believe that. It's just basically you looking back at you and realizing things about yourself. So what you think you're about to hear is probably not even what you're about to hear. Artie is awesome guy. Glad to have met him. Excited about, you know, growing our friendship. And um, I know I learned a lot. So listen up. Welcome, Artie. Hey, guys. I'm doing an interview with Artie Hoffman, psychic medium today. I've never spoken to a psychic medium. And um, I don't really know, like, how's this going to go? I've, like, never, like, wanted to get any type of, like, reading or anything. And is this something that I should, like, know more about? Like, should I? I don't know. Do you guys think I'm, like, thinking too much and I should just, like, just... Wipe all thoughts away and just let it happen. I mean, I just want to make them feel comfortable and safe on my show. To be able to, you know, use his voice. To let people know what he does. And to educate people that might be a little closed-minded, you know, to what Artie has. But, I mean, I I don't know. 
Well, I'm thinking that if I take your guys' advice and just chill out and just do what I do, because I do it well, then this is going to be a good show. And I'm going to get to learn so much about Artie. And you guys will too, so... Let me just chill and get ready to have Artie Hoffman on a voice to be reckoned with, with this girl right here, Brandy Joy, your host. Welcome. When I give people, you know, outcomes of situations, not everything is in black and white. You know, uh, I, I, I call it what's known as psychic probabilities. So what I mean by that is, all right, so if someone's asking me about their relationship, I'll say, well, if you go right, this is what's going to go ha- is going to happen. If you go left, then this is what's going to happen. If you go up, this is what's going to happen. If you go down, this is what's going to happen. Okay, Artie, well, what direction do you see me going in? I don't know. That's your free will and choice. I just told you what to expect based on your choices. You know, there are certain situations in life come hell to high water. This is exactly what's going to happen no matter what is. And then that's up to, you know, it's like it's not even a choice. But then there are other situations where it's about free will. Now, I could tell you what I would do if I was in your situation. But just because that's what I thought doesn't mean you're going to do it. But I'm not emotionally connected. But when... Even with me giving you the right, solid, healthy answers on what to do, when you're emotionally invested, when emotions are high, intelligence goes right out the window. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, so and that's the truth, and that's just that's just the way it is. So you know, like I said, a lot of people say, "Oh, I would never do that." And I would, you know, people give other people, "I would never do this," and I would never do that. And it's like, yeah, but then all, all, all of a sudden, as soon as they're in that exact situation, they end up doing everything they said that they wouldn't do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you true. Know? So true. So because you're emotionally invested, and this is your ego and your soul battling each other. Your ego wants what it wants. Because you want that instant gratification or you want that that emotional satisfaction. But inside, your soul is saying, but this isn't right or I'm not happy. And so when something isn't right, your body physically responds. Mm-hmm. And this is where you start getting sick and your stomach yeah. starts to bother you or your skin breaks out or your hair starts to fall out or, you know, crap starts hitting the fan. Yeah. You know, but your ego wants what it wants. So, and you just, like I said, you got to learn to follow your gut. And and you also have to know when to hold on and when to let go. If something or someone is not working out, you need to know, well, is this compromisable? Is this workable? Can we figure things out or work things out? And sometimes the answer is no. No matter what you do, it's never going to work out because of where you're at or where the other person is at or where you're at and where the, what the situation calls for. And it's like, know what it calls for? It calls for major drastic changes. And it's just not meant to be. And you can bitch and complain all you want and it's just not meant to be. And so therefore, people tend to allow themselves 
to grow com- un- uh, comfortable in the uncomfortableness. Yeah. Because it's a familiarity to them. And so they re- allow themselves to remain stuck or stay stuck. Hmm. Comfortable isn't always a good thing, is it? Huh? Comfortable isn't always a good thing, is it? We use it as this word because comfortable, relaxed, comfortable, but it's not always a good thing. It could work against and against you when one becomes comfortable in situations yeah, or with things. It's their comfort zone. People like mm-hmm. to stay in their comfort zone, even though it's not healthy for them or what's healthy or, or what's good for them, but it's a comfort zone. Hmm. And so therefore they, they allow themselves to remain comfortable in the uncomfortableness. And I call that golden handcuffs. Hmm. Now golden handcuffs is when you're in a relationship or you're at a job that you can't stand, but yet the benefits are just good enough. It emotionally keeps you there. You're emotionally bound. And it's not that you can't go out and it's not that you can't change. It's just that the benefits are just good enough and people are afraid of the transition because there's a lot of inconveniences when you go through transitions in life. Yeah. And when you go through the transitions in life, yeah, so you're not going to have all the conveniences that you had by being in the relationship or being at that job. But yet overall, you're not happy. And then, and then the ego starts justifying why it's okay for you to stay there because of the conveniences. And the, or, or you're afraid of changes. Or you're afraid to be alone. Or you're afraid to not have as much money. Or whatever the reason is. But then your soul is screaming, but I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is your ego is stronger than your soul. But your soul is wiser than your ego. Mm-hmm. I like that right there. Yeah. So the thing is, I wrote a book called Angels and Answers. And it explains a lot about life in a very simplistic fashion. And it's not a big book. It's an easy read book. And I broke everything down very, very simplistically so everyone could understand it. And um, uh, oh, where was I going with this? Angels and Answers? Yeah. There's a part in there where I wrote, you know, because somebody once asked me, one of my friends once asked me, is the soul and mind and body, are they as one or are they separate? Hmm. And in the moment I sat there and I meditated on that question and I said, the mind creates The body reacts and your soul just observes and feels. So they're separate, but yet they all act as one. So your your engine is separate from the transmission. And yet they're all separate from the steering wheel and they're all separate from the, the wheels itself of your car. They're all separate from your dashboard. They're all separate, but they all act as one. Hmm, I like that. So like I I said, your mind creates, your body reacts and responds, and your soul just observes your choices. 
Yeah. Yeah, and the mind part is crazy. Yeah, and 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 it, and that's where the fun begins. That's where the craziness begins. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. The craziness, insanity. <laughs> yeah, the craziness and the sanity is all within the mind and in the ego. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe, like your mind is is like the part that you know keeps people sick or ill a lot. You can create that, you know. In, in your mind things aren't really how they really are but you physically messed yourself up so much that like you said it the body you know the mind the body and then you know you, you know you just messed yourself so much up in the head or worked yourself so up now your body is you know being you know being affected by it <laughs> and that's where the wear and tear comes down <laughs> right you know and the body and 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 the body language the body language is much stronger than words. Oh man, can you please take me there? Hit hit on that because I, I feel like this is so true. You can read somebody so well just by the stance and, and their posture, and I don't say anything. <laughs> hey, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Listen closely. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And then you can listen to me, Brandy Joy, with a voice to be reckoned with. Right. I tell everybody I know two languages. I know English and I know body language. (laughs) Those are the two languages I'm good with. And like I said, words can lie and can convince you, but it's Mm -hmm. all through your actions and your body language that speaks the truth. Yep, I thought I'd say, I said, you just talk to me to your blue in the face. You can tell me you're the pillar of the pew and you save animals and do all this and that, but your actions and, and just everything, you know what I mean, and how you move and what you do, it's going to tell me exactly what, what you are. <laughs> I'll give you, you an know. example. Even people who go to church, they'll pray and pray and pray. They'll yeah. They'll pray and they'll go there every mm-hmm. week, but their actions are very, uh, very negative different. or mean to their family or to other people. Oh my God, are they? And that's what counts. That's what I'm dealing with right now. That's what, my, my everyday thing. And I, if you ever, I don't know if you've listened yet. I'm sorry. I, don't, I hope I didn't cut you off, but you just took me to a place and I just, I feel so much energy going on right here when I'm talking to you that I've never really felt with anyone before. Um, it's a little tingling too. I don't know. If, <laughs> but I a think, loving moment right now? I think I we are. <laughs> I think we are. I'm like, oh, but I, I think about this a lot. And I thought it was just me. And I'm like, I'm not being an asshole. But I'm like, I don't know. But it's not adding up for me to come across. You know, because I go to church. I haven't been in a while. I'm not going to lie. You know, and I'm not just all like holier than thou. But I believe in God and I have my relationship with him. But um, I always thought, I just don't find any, I just don't think it, I think it's odd for someone who says that they're a Christian and they love the Lord. But then at the same moment, you're very unwelcoming and you're unkind. You give me really, really horrible vibes. You're not very friendly. You know, everything that's the opposite of that. You know what I mean? Everything. And, then, and that's what my whole thing is, is, you know, 
when I said people you can talk to to your blue in, the, blue in the face to tell me that you love God, you put God behind everything you say or you do, behind your job, behind what your mission is. But at the same time, you're very cold, you're very uh, devious, you know, you're very judgmental, you look down on people, and I'm just like, let me carry the one, drop the two. Yeah, yeah, it's not adding up for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, I just, I thought I was just being maybe judgmental or an asshole. But then I'm like, no, that's really not. Because I'm a very kind person, a very warm and not vindictive. But I'm not sitting in church every, I haven't been in a while. I'm not even going to lie to you. But those, some of those people, you know, probably are thinking that I don't, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm not carrying on my relationship with God because they don't see me in those seats. And I feel like that's, uh, you know, let where's, me say that, this. where's that? Let me say this. The most religious and spiritual thing that you could do on earth, more than, more than prayer, maybe it's just as much as prayer, but more than prayer, is to be kind to your fellow man. That mm-hmm. There is nothing more that God wants for you to be happy and for you to be kind and loving to your fellow man. He'd rather have that than to, than to hear your words of praise God doesn't need our prayers we need him to listen to ours he doesn't care whether if you go to church or not he really doesn't care but it's just it could only benefit you and God gives you God loves you unconditionally he loves you unconditionally and he gives everyone free will and he said you know something I love you more than life itself and I give you the blessing of free will. And I'm not going to stop you from anything that you want to do. Even if it's a negative. Even if you want to hurt someone, I'm not going to stop you. Because these are all your experiences. And God does not punish anybody because God is filled with unconditional love and he doesn't punish anybody. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. there is cause and, and there is cause and effect. There's always going to be a reaction to an action. And that has to do with the law of the universe and the balance of the universe that through your actions will create a reaction, whether it be positive and loving or whether it be negative and hurtful. But it's not God that's punishing, it's a natural cause and effect. So an example is if you get really angry and upset and all of a sudden just out of frustration you go to put your hand to a window and you go to punch it whether you mean to break it or not, but let's say you broke it because of your energy and your power and you broke it and you cut your hand open or your wrist open and you're bleeding all over the place. It's like, oh, God's punishing me. No, you jackass. That is a natural <laughs> reaction to an action. Yes. It's not that God's punishing you. It's just a natural reaction to an action. And that's what happens emotionally and physically in the world. You put love out there, love will come back to you. And maybe mm-hmm. if you say, well, I keep on putting love out there to those people and to that situation. And I keep on getting crapped on and I keep on getting this and that. Well, then you need to stop giving that kind of respect and love to those people. Because if you're not getting the respect and the love and the appreciation, which is the key word, appreciation, from the people or the direction of where you're giving it, then you need to change the direction of where mm-hmm. you are going. Because yeah. if you're still accepting to stay in a relationship or a situation from all the love and and positive energy that you're giving and you're still getting negativity, that means not only are you being disrespected from those people or that situation, you're also allowing yourself to disrespect yourself because you're saying, Mm -hmm. this is all I deserve. 
Yeah. So, yeah, you do deserve that because you're allowing it to happen. So you give the people, you give the person or the people a chance, or you give the situation a chance. You try it one or two times, and if it's not working, or you're still getting crapped on, then you're saying, you know what, this is not what I like, this is not for me, and now I need to move in a different direction. And sometimes it means to be just by yourself and not to be in a relationship. Yeah. Right now, you just need to maybe rework on yourself. But you are what your atmosphere is. And if you don't like what's going on around you, that means you need to change the direction or to change the atmosphere or who you're with or where you're with. And you need to change it so that you could be in a healthier atmosphere or a more loving place. And that's you respecting yourself. And whatever direction you go in, God and the angels will open up the doors to help you. And whether it be for a positive or negative it's always your choice but god will always support you so it's not so much as if it's within god's will if it's within your will then it's within god's will it's not just if it's within god's will it's within god's will if you have no control of the situation so in other words if you're say someone's going in for surgery so you put your prayers out there, you put your positive thoughts out there, because it's a clinical and spiritual fact that anyone who is preyed upon during surgery or before surgery, they always do better than for the people who are not preyed upon. Preyed upon. And that has been a proven diversity study for 100 people that were preyed upon before surgery and 100 people that were preyed, with people who were preyed upon and people who were not preyed upon. And the pe- all the people who were preyed upon always did better. Always did better. Wow. And so prayer is for... very, very important. But it yes, all it depends. Is. You know? So, prayer. you know, all, all these God-forsaken people who preach God and talk God and stuff. But how are you as a person? What's right in your heart? Yeah. And I'm going yeah. interest- to tell you an interesting story. And I read this when I was a teenager. So, and you're going to, you're going to appreciate this. So there is this black family that moved from the North to the South in the sixties, very prejudiced in the South, Uh, but even more so in the sixties, sixties and seventies. So this gentleman moves down to the South because of a job opportunity. So he wanted to try to find a church that could, um, he wanted to find a, a, a church that he could bring his family to so that they could pray upon. So he went to this one church on Sunday morning, and he's walking up the steps. And when he walked up the steps, and he went to, before, as he was opening up the door, there was a sign on the door that says, we don't allow colored people. So he left the church, and he went to another church. And there was a gentleman standing at this doorway, and he said, sorry, sir, we don't allow black people in, in our church. And then he went to another church a third time, and again, he had the same exact response. He walks down the cement walkway, and he is sitting at the stoop by the street, and his face is in his hands. And he has tears in his eyes, and he's crying. And all of a sudden, he hears a voice from up above, and he said, And it was God speaking to him. And he said, Leroy, what's the matter, my son?
And he said, God, he goes, I'm just trying to put my heart and my love and my prayers out there to you. And they won't let me in. And God spoke to him and he said, don't worry, my son. They don't even let me in. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. So people who think they're so righteous and they're prejudiced against anybody who's outside of their color, their, their thought process, they're not being unconditional. They're being 100% conditional. Yeah. And nobody should tolerate anybody's conditional love. Wow. You don't want to be in a situation where only if you're like this or only if you think like this. Or only, no, you're being loved with conditions, not for who you yeah, are. Exactly. You're not being loved or appreciated or accepted for who you are. We're only going to accept you only if you're like us or if you think like us. Everyone else is going to go to hell if you don't think like us. And the interesting thing is, in reality, hell does. There is no physical place called hell because hell Mm -hmm. literally does not physically exist. Hell is nothing more than a thought and an emotional experience. Mm -hmm. You create that yourself. (laughs) Yes, right. There is a place called heaven when you cross over in the spiritual world. It's nothing but pure unconditional spiritual love and it is incredibly incredibly beautiful over on the other side but as far as hell no hell was created by man and it was only a thought yeah. mm-hmm. I always say hey we're all right now then so. <laughs> that's right so if you're emotionally hurting if you're really emotionally stressed out and you're like emotionally hurting or spiritually hurting or whatever you're living it that's a hell and you're allowed to step out of it anytime you want. Because all of life is nothing more than a perception. That's the secret to life. And that's what gives you the quality of life. Everything is a perception. Everything is as big as it is mm-hmm. in life. And everything, all the same things, everything is as small as it is. The bottom line is the person or the situation it still is what it is. It only is what it is according to the energy of what you give it. So if yeah. it really sucks, or you know what? It's not that bad. It still is what it is. Yeah. And I'm gonna give you I'm going to give you a really good idea by what I mean by that. So right now, if you look above your head, you're looking at a ceiling. Yeah. Right? The reality is it's just a piece of wood. If you were to walk upstairs, right where you're sitting now, but you walked upstairs, that piece of wood now becomes the floor. The piece of wood never changed. Only your perception has changed. From downstairs, when you look up, it's a ceiling. And when you walk upstairs in the same spot, that ceiling, that piece of wood now becomes the floor. The piece of wood never changed. Only our perception of it changed. And that is the secret to life. And that's exactly the way all of life is. And I joke around with people. I playfully tell people, is 15 minutes a long time? It all depends what side of the bathroom door you're on. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) So, yeah, am I psychic? 
I'm also a life coach besides being psychic. And, you know, when you look at the truth of the matter, really a lot of your problems aren't problems because everything is resolvable. And you just need to make the correct moves to put you in a healthy emotional position. Yeah. And you need to surround yourself with good people. And if the people around you are not supporting you or loving you unconditionally or backing you up, then you just need to change your position on who you're dealing with. So you might be in a relationship where the love might be out of a 10, but if the trust is less than an eight or a nine, if it's less than that, you don't have a relationship. If you don't have trust in a relationship, you do not have a relationship. You have bullshit. Hmm. Yeah. And no matter how much you love somebody or no matter how much you appreciate somebody for their talent or for their way they are, whatever, if you don't trust somebody in business or personal, whatever, you don't have a relationship. And so, again, too many people allow themselves to remain comfortable in the uncomfortableness. Hmm. And circumstances or like you said for benefits or whatever it may be so they can they think they are keeping themselves comfortable but it's actually it's insanity we have to strike it down and say check the same it's different results and you know same thing over expecting different results and yep wow well you just shook me up there a little bit <laughs> I was like really in. I felt like you're talking to me <laughs> for a minute yeah. there, and um, yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking to everybody, sweetheart. Yeah. And if you go to my website, artiehoffman.com, A-R-T-I-E, H-O-F-F-M-A-N.com, artiehoffman.com, um, I have lots of little mini videos that explains about many, many different topics about life, about relationships, about God, about everything, and. Um, I think you'll really appreciate it. And um, I have a, a relationship video that I produced many years ago. It's outdated because it's just outdated. But I mean, the information is still the same, but it's just an older video. But I produced a video called I Love You Out of 10 and Trust You Out of Zero. Wow. <laughs> and it, and yeah, and it, and it explains a lot about it gives you what that video does. It gives you your self-confidence back because it really opens up the eyes to, to reality of life and it, it's all explained in very simplistic fashion it really is and my book is the same angels and answers and you can get it on amazon.com or you can go to my video Artie Hoffman and there's a, uh, a link that you could press on that will uh, that will get you right to order the book on Amazon. Um, and it's written by myself, Artie Hoffman. And like I said, you'll really, really appreciate the words. You're going to think that I wrote that book specifically for you. And, uh, and it, it really, it touches a lot of people's lives. The biggest compliment that I get with it is when people love it so much where they, ha- where they buy a bunch of books and they want to hand it out to their friends and family because it changed their life that much perception and it helps people unstick their life people feel very stuck in life it unsticks life 
Most definitely. Yes, and my listeners, hopefully they, they've got that too, and they can definitely go and um, find the book. I know I am. <laughs> you know? Cool. And, um, and I also do private sessions. I do private readings by phone or Skype. Um, uh, I also do in person if you want to go out to Woodbridge, New Jersey. And, and I read people. And whether it be psychically or mediumship, because I do communicate to people who have passed away. Mm-hmm. And they say, how can you read people? when you're not physically with them because spirituality has nothing to do with the physical world. It all has to do with connecting with the energy. Mm. So I could read people just as easily over the phone as I do in person. And as far as people who have passed away, they're still alive as much as you and I. Yeah. Our loved ones who crossed over, they're alive. They didn't die. What died was their body. Their body, yeah. So our spirit our soul is who we are like right now my soul is communicating to you my soul is communicating to your listening audience my soul is connecting to everyone else's soul but my soul is expressing itself using my body your soul is expressing itself using your body but once the body retires then your soul will lift up out of your body and go into heaven, go into the spiritual world. And we turn into a different, into a different light form. But we're still alive as much as we are right now. Like our parents, our grandparents, our loved ones, our friends, whoever passed away, no one died. You can never kill somebody. You just stop the body from functioning and they just go into a different dimension. And all the pain goes away. Nobody carries all the physical pain that they've experienced in this lifetime. The emotional and physical pain. You're in the spiritual world. And in the spiritual world, there's nothing but unconditional love. Pain doesn't exist in the other, in the the spiritual world. You know, people say, oh, and, and nobody's ever alone in the spiritual world. You have all your other friends and family members and you have your angels that are with you always, and you have your spirit guides, and um, it's all good. Yeah. Oh my. All of us <laughs> have guardian angels around us, twenty-four-seven. We all have two, at least two guardian angels around us, twenty-four-seven. And when we want their help, you need to ask for their help for whatever you want. Never say what you don't want. Only say what you do want. Never say, well, I want to be in a relationship, but I don't want an asshole, and I don't want somebody who's going to abuse me. I don't want somebody who does this, and I don't want somebody who is financially or emotionally draining, or I don't want somebody who's selfish. If you keep on saying what you don't want, that's exactly what you're going to attract. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But if you say, I wish to have a really, really good person in my life, I wish to have somebody who's loving and caring and sincere. I want somebody who's financially comfortable. I want somebody who's generous and loving and affectionate. I want someone who's a good communicator. I want somebody who's just like Artie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is, that's so true. I always <clears throat> I'm a believer in um, the... the way our thinking you know between positive and negative and 
and the energy, you know, like if you spend so much time like complaining about, ah, this, I don't like this, and every day you wake up, it's about what you don't like and everything that's wrong versus, you know what I mean? I, I feel like when you put that energy out there, then that's all you're ever going to receive or you're like living in your, creating your own hell versus I choose to end this, if it's a, you know, if it's that type of, you know, people around or environment at the time, I choose to take it in a positive manner and use positive energy and positive thoughts and, and, you know, and, and put, you know, instead of thinking of the negatives, maybe, you know, turn it around and, you know, if it's a negative environment that you have to deal with at that time, then I take my positive and I throw it in there and, and, you know, maybe, you know what I mean? I just take the positive and I just throw it the negative, you know, to, to fight off that, you know, because if I take that negative in, then that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to have and that's what, you know, I'm all I'm going to live in versus I choose to take be positive in a negative situation or if that makes any sense. Of course it does. A negative attracts negative and positive attracts positive. Yeah. And it's so. really, it's that simple. God did not mean, that God did not take to make life as difficult as we made it. Right, right. I, I still find the beauty in, in life every day. It's, it's all this mayhem and everything that's going on in this world, this devastation and stuff. But, I, you know, I have a 12-year-old son, you know, and, you know, I still try to show him that, yeah, these things are, are real and these are, it's true and it is getting bad, but there's still twice as much, you know, it's, it's still, you know, there's still beauty and there's still good in this world to hold on to and to still look forward to, you know, so... You know, I it's think just looking at the sky and hearing the birds is, is amazing to me. That's what gets me going. I'm a morning person. I like to wake up in the morning like, oh, like, you know, in the cartoons where the, the birds are chirping and uh-huh. the princess got up and she's, you know, yawning and, oh, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> you know, and I like the more, the air, the, the smell of morning, you know, and just the, you know, just the sky. And to me, that's just like an inspiration for me. So to get me going. You know, so I 100% understand you. I totally get you. I 100% understand you. See, you're setting off alarms all over the place. <laughs> that New Jersey life going on over there. <laughs> yeah, I have a fire department that's right down the block from me. I'm not in the studio now, but I have a fire department right down the block from me. And uh, yeah, Ooh, so. Firemen. I love firemen. Oh man! There I go again. Yeah. There you yeah. go. You like a man in uniform? <laughs> Preferably fire, firefighter. My oh, son. Every okay. time we're together, he's like, he's like, oh mom, there you go again. He's like, you don't even see anybody. I'll see the fire truck, and he'll and all those be like, hmm. He's like, you don't even see anybody. I was like, so. <laughs> Trust is nice too. <laughs> but no, I appreciate. Okay, like your... <laughs> what was that? I said, nothing like a man with an axe or a hose in his hand. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just so willing to, you know, just, I, I don't know if it's a quality, quali- like if you have to quali- be hot to qualify to be a firefighter, but it just seems that they all turn out that way. Even if they're like older in age, you can tell they, they're still kind of hot for older guys, but you can tell they're really hot when they're <laughs> younger. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just me, but I'm just saying, I know a lot of people, you know, know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I appreciate you um, for bringing some some light to, to this because you know I'm one of those people like if I don't know something, you know I don't I refuse to I don't want to stay ignorant in something. 
and you know, and when you started speaking and you spoke of people like that are like skeptical and they're like, I don't know, you know, that might be messing with this, this and that. You know, I've had my share of, of my own thoughts and opinions, but I've never made it to a point where I shut out learn getting to know or learning. You know what I mean? Since I don't know, you know, and that's what I thought I what I was doing here was no getting to learn, you know what I mean, more what what it is. And then my, my show is called A Voice to Be Reckoned With. And so I felt like it was a good way for you also to, to teach, you know, people and, and show your voice and let them know who you are, you know, and, and what it is, you know, because we, we have to teach one another. We have to share information to, to, and one has to be willing to, to listen, first of all, <laughs> and receive it, you know what I mean? And, and, I and to, to understand to understand more of if, if we don't know because it's okay not to know but you know once you know but if you don't know then you can't really you know have a lot of thoughts of opinions if you don't really know what you're talking about you know what I mean so I thought that was good, a good good opportunity for me to learn and for for you for all of us for you to be able to shape your voice and let people know what it is that you do and then for listeners to be educated too so if they didn't know now they know so I, I was pretty you know stoked that you got to um, come on here and, and do that for, for all of us I, I know I benefited from it very much I, I didn't expect to I'm not even going to sit up here and lie I, I cried a little bit <laughs> when you were talking I was like oh my god you're talking to me you know because I've been dealing with some you know things too and it was like right before I even you know spoke to you this morning you know I um was having these thoughts of like uh more at, at ease with, with with it I wasn't as just been for the past few hours actually actually this morning when I woke up I wasn't as stressed with it because for the past few months I, I wake up uncomfortable and I have a gut you know I need some comfortability you know you know for but then I have to, a situation I'm trying to figure out how do I how, how do I deal with it you know and um but this morning it was more like okay this, this is the situation but it sure is a nice day outside isn't it it's kind of more like I'm not not so you know I, I woke up I don't know if that makes sense without that that knot in my stomach no you I know. hear you I hear you I definitely hear yeah. you Mm-hmm. The situation is still here, <laughs> here live, but my perception and, 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 you know, I think that's what you're saying. I was like, my, my thinking in my body, expecting my body, but it's uh, that, you know, that, that not just went away, and the, what my perception of it is a whole much more lighter and not as intense, you know, overly, you know, because it wasn't changing anything by me, you know. A lot of times, the big problem is is that people try too hard to meet up to everyone else's expectations. And when you step yourself out of your own comfort zone of what feels right for you, and you stop becoming your natural self to accommodate other people, you're dishonoring yourself. And that's what makes you feel very uncomfortable. And you need to be true to yourself. And when you think somebody really has your back when they don't, they're becoming, they're selfish and they're not looking at your position from your point of view. They only want what they want for themselves, expecting you to always accommodate them without them having to reciprocate. 
to reciprocate the love or the appreciation or accommodations back to you. And it should be naturally given without you having to say something. Sometimes you have to bring awareness to people, but then after you've explained that to them, if they don't get it after that, then you need to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually believe that. Some people really don't it's, even it's, understand what awareness is when you feel like, what? <laughs> what are you saying? Why are you saying this? <laughs> yeah, it's awareness because they get caught up in a zone. And, they, and if you're chasing after other people's approval, that means you're not approving yourself. Yeah. Just yeah. by you being you should be good enough. And if you don't like who you are or how you are, that's only because you've been trying so hard a good part of your life trying to accommodate everybody else. And that's yeah. not a good thing. No, it's not, I mean, it's nice not. to be accommodating to other people. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. nice to be <laughs> loving and thoughtful to other people. You got to take care of yourself, but, though. But you got to take care of yourself. And other people, no, I don't need her. No, that's fine. Too many people have dedicated a lot of their life just making everyone else happy without making themselves happy. And so... You know, it, it, and that's a mistake. And you got to make yourself happy while making mm. other people happy. Because if you're doing all the giving and not allowing yourself to receive, then that's going to suck the life out of you. And that's where you get depleted. And that's where unhappiness comes in. Yeah. And you can't do that to yourself. Well, you can, but you're not going to, you're not going to help yourself. You know, it's like saying, you know, I got a hundred bucks, but if you give away 80 of it, well, what the hell? Why'd you give away most of it? Why don't you just give maybe 20 bucks? You're still helping, but keep most of it for yourself. Well, they need it more than me. Well, the good, then you'll suck wind and you'll end up being in the trenches. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) My one friend, my one friend once said to me, and I'll never forget this till the day I die. And he's a really, really nice guy. He goes, Art. He goes, I really don't mind helping out other people because he's a very kind, generous person. He goes, I don't mind helping out other people, but I'll be damned if I'm going to sink my ship while trying to save someone else's. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because, like, what good are you, you know, to anybody else if now you can't even help yourself, you know? <laughs> too many people, too many people try to. Too many people not try to, too many people do um, sink their own ship while trying to save other people's ships. And that is not healthy, it's not right, and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Simple as that. Should not be like that. I'm trying to and teach my son right now. Yourself. And that's yeah. a sin. That's a sin. That's a sin when you're hurting yourself to try to save someone else. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in a position to comfortably help somebody else in their time, fashion, or in the way that they want or need, then you know what? They'll figure it out themselves or they'll go to somebody else who's in a better position than you are. So yeah. You are depleting yourself trying to help someone else out. And you're sucking your life's energy out of your own self because you're trying to be nice. And yet they're not even reciprocating or showing all the appreciation that you, sh- you deserve. Well, then it's your fault, not just their fault, because you're allowing yeah, it to happen. Yeah, you allowed it to happen, yeah. People treat you the way you, you, you allow them to. 
Yeah. Yeah. People Definitely. will treat you the way you treat yourself. Yeah. So true. So true. So I've always over the years not to be, do it, be like that. That's what I, I always tell people. I always tell people, I'm like, I, I'm here for you. I can help you if you need anything. But I always say, I say, if I can help you out, and, and if, if I'm able to <laughs> help right. you out, if I can do it, then I most definitely. I will, you know, but yeah, you know, I always, I always make that very clear because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I'm really, you know, I'm a single mom, so, you know, it's like I'm not really ever really in a position to really, you know, help people where they want to be helped, you know. But I always say, hey, I'm here for you. You need to talk. You know, you need that support. You need somebody to be there next to you. And if I can give you some, I give you food. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's why my mom, she raised us. You know, because you know I have a really big, you know, thing when it comes to people that you know, nobody should be hungry. You know what I mean? So I, I always have a big place when it comes to someone being hungry or, you know, I don't even have to know you if I can help you. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going around being hungry for fun. So, <laughs> you know, and so things like that, I try to help get people what they need and what, what's in my means, you know, but what I can help right, with. You have but, to say, right. It's nice to be nice, but you got to mm-hmm. stay within your means. Yeah, within so. your means, yeah. You know, and uh, you're a really, and I mean this with all my heart, I'm not just saying that because you're interviewing me or having me on your show, <laughs> but you really are a really, really nice person, and you Thank deserve you. a lot of beautiful blessings in your life, and you really don't have to accept, you know, you have such a kind, loving heart, and you really don't have to accept lower energies from other people, and what they are is when you first experience that, that's what it is. It's just an experience, but it does, and it's a lesson in life. So you don't have to allow bad circumstances or people or situations to constantly repeat itself. You learn yeah. from it, you learn from that experience, and you move on from it, and, and you learn from it. It's a blessing. It's a painful lesson, but it's a blessing, and then you move on from it. So I'll give you an example. My... um my uh, parents were like polar opposites in many ways. My mother was the saint of all saints. She was a beautiful, wonderful person with a big heart. My father was also generous too, but he was an arrogant prick a lot of times. He was just the, the nicest person in so many ways. He, but he, did, he wasn't all, all bad, but he was emotionally very difficult to grow up with. And I, he was just not all, he, most of the times he wasn't the most pleasant person to be around. And I wrote him a letter thanking him for being my dad. I said, because of you, I, I've learned what not to do. And yeah. um, he never responded back to me with that. But and my parents stayed together for, you know, like almost 60 years. But most of it was miserable years. And I've learned from my parents, from my mother, know when the show is over. So you hopefully, you want to grow together. You want to grow together as a couple, whoever you may be with. And you start off with the same values or the same thought process. But as the years grow on, you're hoping that you stay the same as far as your values. But if you change, you need to accept a person for who they are and not just what you want them to be. And if you can't compromise consistently a healthy outcome or an outlook, and you're always arguing with each other, know when the show is over, and allow yourself to move on. And my right. mother chose to stay there in a, in a horrific relationship. And I've been in and out of relationships. 
not because of abuses and stuff like that, but when somebody stops respecting me for who I am and they become more selfish, and I will try to compromise with whoever, mm-hmm. but if it's not being reciprocated, I'm out. Yeah, And I've been in a lot of relationships, but not by choice, but out of respect for myself because I am not going to stay in there where the person is not going to respect me. Exactly. And, uh, and it's as simple as that. It really is. And I've learned from my mother's mistake. And, um, and, uh, and that's where it was, you know? And I mean, and my parents were both very care. I mean, when the chips were down, both my parents, even my father, when the chips were down, when it came to family, they did everything, both of them, my father also did everything he can for family. But when it came to emotions and, and support, let me tell you something. He, there was nobody home upstairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very frustrating. And, uh, but you know what? It is what it is. And um, it's very important to forgive people. Yeah, most definitely. When you forget, if you don't forgive somebody, you're holding on to anger and resentment towards that person. Mm-hmm. And you're going to carry that into your other relationships. And yep. when you forgive someone, you're not forgiving them for their sake. You're forgiving for you. them more for your sake. You have to let that go. You have to let, yeah. you have to bless them, wish them well. Those were shitty experiences or they were, you know, I learned, and, and I'll say, what did you learn from it? You learn from your mistakes. You learn from their, from the way they were. You learn to accept what you're willing to accept and not accept. Exactly. Yeah. So when I forgive you now that what, that I've forgiven the people of my past who caused me pain from those lessons, now I could give the future people, the other people in my life, the best of who I am. Yeah, exactly. Because too many people, if you hold on to anger and resentment, that means I am still giving you power and control mm-hmm. over my emotions. And I stop yeah. becoming the best person I could be because I'm playing too much defense because I don't want to get hurt again mm-hmm. because of yeah. you, because of what this other person did to me. So therefore, because of my past experiences, I'm not giving my best. And so therefore, the person, the new people in your life or the new partner in your life is, is paying a price for your past because you haven't blessed the past, you haven't forgiven the past. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I know a lot of people that, that live that way, and I don't think they even realize that they're living living that way, you know? And it's, it's, I guess it's hard to see it when you're in it versus when you're on the outside, and you can totally, <laughs> totally see you know what I mean? Because it's just so much. If if you wake up that way, and you go to sleep that way, and you wake up that way, you sleep that way. <laughs> yeah. you now know? Um, we're winding down towards the end. I know. However, I want to say today is November 11th, one 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 one. When there's a string yeah. of ones like today, write down your prayers. Prayers are being magnified today. So whatever you think about, it's going. It's stronger blessings today. Write down your prayers and burn your prayers outside. If you think negative, then those thoughts are being magnified. If you're thinking positive, those thoughts are being magnified. So write down your prayers to God or to your angels, to your saints. Write down your prayers, whatever it is you want, and then, and then burn it outside. Because today's November 11th, 1111. It's a very beautiful, powerful, blessed day today.
Wow. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, Artie. Um, and like you said, we are winding down here. And there was something, you know, and there's always room for, I'm, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't mind coming to visit us again um, later on when you have the, the chance. And I want everyone to know that if they want to personally reach me, you can call me at 732-778-7173 if you wish to get a session over the phone or, or whatever, or come see me in New Jersey. Or if you want me to do an event or fundraisers, I do that too. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll be glad to have you again. And thank you for coming to spend time with us here at Voice to Be Reckoned with, Artie. You take care. All right, sweetheart. Have a beautiful day. If you'd like to get in touch with Artie Hoffman, call 732-778-7173. And if you're ever in New Jersey, stop by Artie Hoffman.